0: Hello everyone and welcome back to a, another episode of the Ultimate Human Experience Podcast. This is your girl Rashida aka Righteous Son and on today's episode we are welcoming in Zara Lee.
1: Please hey. remember to like,
0: share and subscribe and share with those who you feel will vibe with this message. With that being said, let's get into it. Thank you so okay. much, Zara. We're, we're talking to you. You are in the UK. I'm over here in Toronto, but that's what I love is that we can connect with people all over the world. And I'm just really happy and honored that you decided to jump on and have a chat with us.
1: So if you could please,
0: Tell us all
1: about Zara. Zara, who is she? Well, I'm still trying to work that one out, to be fair. But I'm Zara Lee. Most people call me Zara. I'm a mom of five. And I'm a spiritual healer. And that's really about it. It's not all that exciting. But that's (laughs) the basis of it. That's the basis of it. That's all right.
0: That's That's kind of like my feel, too, as I started off um what made you get into healing because it's not um I would say this not everybody can be a healer because it's definitely one where you are giving out energy and you have five kids so like that's a balance being a mom right so we're giving in that way but then we also feel this need that we want to help others so what made you get into healing
1: I got into healing mainly for myself in the beginning and it was basis of a relationship breakdown so me and my partner went through a very dark time we separated i kind of blamed other people like there was a third party i kind of blamed the third party for it and then it was like why am i sitting here and allowing myself to be so low when I wasn't feeling like that before all of this happened, I was kind of happy, bubbly. I was at uni, doing my uni work, and then it just went left, like, fully left. Blindsided, got told, yeah, this is all happening, it wasn't a lie, you wasn't imagining it, it's all true. And I kind of went, I think, like, I'd say soul-searching, and I literally kind of started going to tarot readers, going to psychics, having Reiki, distance Reiki and i just kind of dug deep into the whole concept of like what is spirituality? What is chakras? And that's how the kind of whole healing journey started for it to go even further on of I want to do it as like Helping other people, because I kind of feel that I'm one of those people that's an empath. And when people tell me their problems, I kind of take it on board and absorb it. When really and truly, I shouldn't always do that because then it just brings down my vibration sometimes. But that's what us empaths do. But it was like more of like, how do I word it? My friends would go through something. I would listen and I would give kind of guidance to be like, have you tried this? And then everyone was like, oh, when I speak to you, I feel so much better. And I'm like, all right, cool, that's nice for you. They're like, no, like, I feel really good when I speak and spoken to you. They was like, you know, you should do healing. No, I'm only doing healing for myself right now. And you know when it's like someone says it more often it's like okay then clearly you're all giving me a message of this is what I'm meant to be doing so let me see what happens and that's how we've got to where we are.
0: That's mm-hmm. usually I think how it is too is that um, a lot of people don't realize that yeah they are great listeners and then they're also ones that just give out great advice but uh, it's the feeling that people get when they leave you and um, of being non judgmental and just being there to hear what they have to say and then giving them an answer from a place of like balance and understanding. Also think too, because I know you're a Libra, Libras have a tendency to be able to see both sides of things without it oh, coming across in a way that is um pointing fingers, I think sometimes.
1: I think it's like a oh, natural gift
0: that we have. <laughs>
1: Yeah, definitely with that. But then I think also as a Libra, we can sometimes get frustrated that we've said the same thing several times. You've not heard it the several times that I've said it. So then when it does get to the point, especially when they're your friend and you love them dearly and you can see the best for them, but they're not willing to hear what you're saying because they're so wrapped up in their own world that when you are speaking, it's like you're speaking jargon. So as a lever, when you kind of fly off the handle and you're now just very much being abrupt, people get quite taken back. But it's like you're taken back, but you've also heard the message now, which I shouldn't have had Mm -hmm. to be abrupt in the first place. If you listened to me when I was being polite. (laughs) Yeah, I agree with you. That's one of the things I have learnt with those that are my friends and family. Well, when I'm talking to you and you're not listening, and then I'm now screaming at you down the phone, you're then like, I don't like how you've spoken to me. Or I'm screaming at you in your face, you're like, I don't like how you... Well, I tried to tell you, that ten times.
0: Yeah, I tried to give it to you in a gentle way.
1: Um,
0: what brought you like what were the things that brought you to where you are today because I I know that you were saying that you had the breakdown of the relationship and I know a lot of people what is a relationship or a certain event in their lives sometimes it's that breakdown and then having to sit in that space and then wondering will I even be able to get out of it will I find the light what did you feel was that thing that sort of helped you to climb out and then obviously we're always continuing the journey
1: I think for me it was I ended up having over here in the UK we have something called talking therapies so basically you have someone that you go to and you speak to for so many months or so many weeks and what they would normally do is in the beginning they'll do cognitive behavioral therapy to try and get you to change your mindset and then you can if it's not working then you end up having like the full talking therapy where you speak to someone either each week or every other week about it and like they try to guide you into ways of how to manage those feelings and emotions so I was doing that but What got me this far was the fact that I did a lot of inner work. So when I had the relationship breakdown, and it was literally to do with um, communication breakdown. So where I was going to uni, they was working. I kind of was, in my mind, believing that everything was okay. So I was going to uni, I was coming home, dealing with the kids, I was pregnant, had a child, sorting it all out, dropping child off to my mum, going to uni, come back, kind of, you know, what us mum was doing it. And then he turned around and was like, I don't think this is working. And I was like, "Um, all right, whatever, what are you talking about? And he was like, no, it's not working. And I, I kind of dismissed it. But once we'd separated and I was given the time to kind of reflect, I realised that there was so much that I was doing wrong and not realising. So for example, I was making plans with the kids of like what was going to happen to them on this day, that day. And I would never say nothing to him. Mm. And he used to come to me like, but why don't you ever say I'm always hearing you talk to your friend or talk to your sister or talk to your mum on the phone about the plans with our children. Yeah. Well, brother, you're going to work, innit? So I'm doing what I need to do. Not realising it has an impact on that person as well, isn't it. It's not just me. So when it all happened and I had to reflect on it, like there was situations of like, the third party got a bunch of flowers, and I was like, oh my God, like you're giving her flowers. How can you be giving this person flowers? That's so rude. And it wasn't, I shouldn't have been complaining because I was being given flowers throughout the relationship. Why was I so pent up on that she was getting something that I was already receiving? And it's it was the inner work that I had to do. I had to look at myself and stop playing the victim and realize that the two of us are in the wrong. I'm wrong on my part, he's wrong on his part, and we need to communicate. Because the problem was there was no communication. I'm doing what I had to do, you're doing what you had to do, and I'm thinking that's the best way that life needs to be, when it wasn't. So when we go on journeys of healing to get to where we are, we have to do... inner work so in the beginning in that scenario it was very much shadow work inner child work why do i feel like this why am i going through this so then i had a house fire two years ago ended up being thrown straight into survival mode i literally gave birth the next day we had no house like nowhere to live where the hell are we going and we have a baby Ended up doing a whole lot more kind of searching for myself to be like, how am I going to continue to stay strong for my kids? How am I going to continue to be strong and hold everybody up but still keep myself up? Ended up going to several different people for readings. Doing, I joined a spiritual school, had healing with them to clear the chakras balance them all to now being at the point of yes I was like in and out of helping others while going through all my madness because I felt like I needed something for myself so now I'm at a point of I can give more now because I am aligned and I'm balanced but we all have days where we're not we all have off days but with Doing all the things in between because like journaling was a big thing. Setting goals, setting boundaries, manifestations. They're all that has kept me going. They're all that what's been on the path of my healing, reading self-help books, resonating with people and their stories. Because Vex King is one of those that really got me. He's done Mm. three books. Have you read any of them?
0: no i don't think so. so can you say the name again
1: vex king he did okay is it good vi- good vibes is it good vibes i can't remember it's one of them is white and gold i think it's mm-hmm. good vibes or something good energy good vibes i can't remember exactly the title then he did a ne- next one which is called healing is the new high that's the one that i i don't know why it's like he put it out and i was like yeah i need the book didn't know nothing about it fully like yep I resonate with this title and in that he spoke about relationship breakups breakdowns and how he felt as a man and I fully resonated with him he's done the next book which is closer to love and that's talking about his relationship at the present moment and how to be closer to love in your relationship with a partner as well as yourself and them to a kind of very prominent for me in the healing journey and to get to where I am now
0: yeah. I like how you said all of that um I'm gonna look into that I always love book recommendations um but I always want to learn more and dive deeper um and I think that's really important because the truth is relationships are not easy and if you've grown up a certain way you might take a lot of those things that were taught and then carry that into all of your different relationships and then maybe not realize that you um don't have healthy boundaries or you might not know what like healthy love looks like you'll have a thought of what you think it is like but mm-hmm. it's actually not what it is so yeah what you're saying resonates because like I've been with my partner now for quite a while and um, I'm we've learned so much but we've had to do a lot of the ups and downs and I've had to do like what you said I had to look at myself in some ways and not think that it was him and that most times it was me I need to check myself and say why am I reacting that way maybe I need to learn how to respond rather than react And same as you, I went to different psychics looking for this answer saying, like, just tell me that it's him and I will make everything better. (laughs) And then they said, it's not him. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? It's supposed to be him. And they're like, really, it isn't. And I then always, that will always sit with me to say, "Okay, I need to then look at myself and dive a little bit deeper and peel back different layers and then. And relationships dive even deeper than that right because you think you've hit it and you're like, like okay this feels good and then either an upheaval will happen or just like a miscommunication and then you realize wow it's like universe wants you to dive a little bit <sighs> deeper you thought you were there but they're like yeah. they you to go a little bit more there's so much more layers so that I'm hoping that not one day because it's always evolving but one day we'll be able to see really that
1: balance you know definitely definitely I feel like we did balance at a time because it was a case of like I I would go to the tarot readers and he would ring me while I was having the reading and I'm like why is it every time I go to one of these things you ring like why it was like we were so aligned at one point point. And I feel like now, I wouldn't say that we're not aligned, but, like, we're both on our own different journeys of Mm. seeking out who we are and what we want out of life. Like, that it becomes slightly off balance. Like, Mm. I'm here and he's, like, there. Like, we will come together like that, like you said. But I just think it takes time. We're always growing. We're always evolving and we're always going to be at different paths like it's just one of those things
0: mm. then what would you say to those people who get to that point where they're off balance a lot of the times for sure you must know people as well that in many relationships they hit that point of an imbalance and they say I'm not doing this and they separate and then I'm learning that like, you can guarantee there's people out there that are like, the relationship is not meant to be and it's probably for the best that you separate. But I do feel that there's a lot of people out there that hit that roadblock and then say, well, it's for sure him, it isn't me divorce or I'm done after five years, I'm out of this, I'm not doing this. But then they'll go back later and say like, wow, like I'm really lonely <laughs> or, it's not easy as they get older now and you're ready to go back out into the dating scene a lot of people are like it's not as easy as what I thought it was going to be and maybe I should have taken more time in that relationship to hash it out or maybe I should have taken more time to figure it out what would you say to those people that hit that roadblock
1: let me tell you something I'm not perfect in it I've done my dirt the same way he's done his dirt but what I've realized is that communication is very much key in it like there's times that he can be he can be a 10 and i be a five and I'm happily okay with that but talk to me in it say to me where you think I'm lacking so that I understand what I then need to do to kind of better myself not just for you but for myself alone and I think really and truly, we need to sometimes like take note of what older generations did. Like we're in a generation now where like, okay, it's not working, let's throw it away. No, sit down, actually sit down and hash it out. Say what you've got to say. Okay, you may not wanna talk about it today, but set aside and say like, okay, I'm gonna give you your space to kind of mull it over, think about it you process it your way I process it mine and come back to the table about it because I'm not going to sit here and pretend that what we went through when things went really bad was overnight and then oh yeah it worked out no we've spoken about that several times since it happened since we got back together because there's always something that will creep up and it will be like I'm triggered Like, you've said something, you've done something, I'm now triggered. So I'm letting you know, these are my triggers. How are we going to navigate through this now? How are we going to get past this point to get to the next point? And I think the biggest lesson that I learned from losing my house, one, was patience, two, was communication. And you've got to learn to communicate in a way that they understand. So you can't be, I learned to stop shouting. Because that was my one one thing that I used to do all the time. And I think that's a Libra thing anyway. When they get angry, yeah. there yeah. is no yeah. talking. It's like, you're going to hear me, you're going to see me, and you're going to yeah. feel the raft of my tongue. I learned yeah. to stop shouting. <laughs> yeah. But I also learned that when I stopped shouting, it kind of threw people off. Because mm. now you're not doing what I'm used to. You're used to me reacting. You're not used to me actually listening, taking accountability for my wrongs and looking to work at it. When we throw ourselves off like that, we're reacting. It's an emotional reaction response. It's not a response of, I am hearing you and I'm understanding. And that's what I think people need to do. You need to listen and not listen to respond but listen to understand yeah. so when they say something sometimes kind of say it back say it in a way that you understand it but kind of reiterate it back so that you can be like have i have i understood what you said yeah. if what you've then said back is wrong they can correct you in it to make you understand what their point is because like i said our thing was literally communication Like, I wasn't saying how I felt. He was saying how he felt, but I was slightly, I tuned him out. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're saying it and I'm going, oh, okay then. Yeah, cool. And I'm just doing what I want to do. I've tuned you out. So now we're, we're living in a world of someone's talking, someone's expressing how they feel, to now they're not getting a response at all. I just think people need to stop throwing away relationships just because you're not understanding something. Mm. Try and talk. I'm not going to sit here and say, like, there are times that, you know, really and truly, the relationship is toxic. Go your separate ways. Like, But don't think that there's never a possibility that that can be rekindled. Mm. Sometimes you are meant to separate, for you to go on your journeys to then come back.
0: Yeah. Mm. I like how you said all of that. (laughs) Um, I experienced the exact same thing. It was me, just like what you said, it was me learning how to listen and to understand that, okay, there is moments when it is me and I need to give him space to express himself. Because with men... They don't express themselves, and it's very, like, far and few between, and I wanted to start to learn to give him space the way that either he would give me space or I would make sure that I had the space to tell him how I felt, Um, but in the beginning, it wasn't like that. It was me staying pretty quiet and silent and allowing him to do what he wanted to do, and I would do my own thing. But then I started to realize, whoa! like now it's just me and the kids and then he's over there and every so often we'll come together. And I was like, I don't I don't like this. Or it would turn into a lot of like, truthfully, like anger and resentment because I thought, wow, I'm doing all
1: this over here. I'm with doing the all kids the stuff and, in it. Yeah, and you're, you're over here there just
0: doing whatever. Doing you. I was, yeah. And I was like, this can't be working. And that's where a lot of the breakdowns for us happened. And then it was me doing like what you said, doing, going to reading, sitting there, waiting for them to say it's him, realizing it's not him. Oh, okay, because the truth is now I learn like everything is a reflection from within and then it's outward. So where can where can I be so that I can share in a way that he understands, that gives him space to understand himself and to be able to communicate in an open way. Did you find for yourself that the more you started to heal, the more you started to respond differently, that it started to change the way he responded and
1: communicated with you? Definitely, definitely. Once I learned to stop shouting, the way how we will have a conversation now is perfect. Don't get me wrong, nothing is perfect, but it's perfect for us because now we sit down and talk there is no shouting don't get me wrong there are moments where one of us can slightly get a bit heated with like well no I'm talking like you're not talking and there isn't always a bit of leeway to kind of give your response it's more of like it can come across a bit like an attack but it's where sometimes I think things get left For so long that it's not been said that now it's a pent up thing and it's just erupted. But it's not like it used to be back in the day. I would happily stand here and I'll be screaming and shouting, you ain't gonna say nothing to me. Whatever you say isn't gonna matter. I don't care. That was very much my attitude. Whereas now, when we have a conversation, it's like, okay then, well, I've said my piece. Do you understand? what I'm saying, do you, does it make sense to you what I've said? And then be like, okay, now you can say what you have to say. Yeah. It's very much a give and take in a conversation. If you you know, when they say like, is it past the baton and someone holds it and you say your bit and then you pass it to them, it's a bit like that. And I think that works better for us because no one is overpowering anyone. Like, Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong, like I said, there are moments that that happens where one's overpowering the other. But I've learned to just be silent in those moments Mm -hmm. and just like, okay, say what you have to say. I'm going to let it go Mm. for now. But tomorrow or the next day, I'm going to address it because I'm not happy with how you've spoken. But right now I've let you have your... You've had your platform, you said what you've had to say in it. The conversation, the argument is done. I'll just say to you the next day, I hear what you're saying, I appreciate what you said, I don't agree with it, and I don't agree with the way you gave what you had to say. And then he'll just be like, alright cool, I understand. I appreciate that mm-hmm. you've let me know that you weren't happy with it. And I mm-hmm. think that works.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's how um, we do the same thing. Yeah, it is not uh, an easy thing for anybody to almost feel like you've got to, I don't want to say swallow your pride, but also humble yourself to know that, like what you said, we're not all perfect. So I have to sit there sometimes and, and just swallow and say, yeah, I need you to tell me if I'm in the wrong. I need you to tell me that my delivery wasn't the way that you expected it to be. Like we had a moment one time where he was like, I get scared. And I was like, what? I'm like, he's six foot seven. I'm like, I <laughs> you get nervous around me when I get into those moods. I had to check myself. And I was like, he had never told me that. And that's almost like I froze him in fear. And then I get even more upset because now he's not doing anything around the house. But he's just like, you're upset. I don't know what I should do. I don't know if I should go if I should this. And i And I actually had to sit there and say, wow, I needed thank you for telling me that I didn't realize that. Um, And I had to work on changing that and then saying, okay, like, I'm feeling like this in this moment. And I need you, I need to tell you how I feel, right, rather than me holding it in and then running around and getting mad with everybody, right? So um, how has that translated to your children? Now that you heal, you're you're going through a healing process for yourself and in your relationship, how's that affected the kids?
1: i I don't think that they like that we come together as a team. I think that's <laughs> I think that's the hard part of it. like when when our house burnt down, it was very much all me. and because he was working and living where he lives in it. So it was very much all on me. And when like, I got my house back in that, and now everyone's here, we all have dinner together. We all sit down and have conversations. When things go wrong, and the kids have done something that we don't like, and then I'll be like, right, cool, this has happened. What are we going to do? And then he'll be like, right, cool, this, 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 and this. And then they'll, they'll come to me and they'll be like, why? why did you let him say this? Why are you not back in our court? Listen, you know we're the parents over here and you lot are the children, like, what are you not understanding? Well, because I didn't say nothing at the table, you're angry at me now, but I left it in your dad's corner because he's the man. Like, mm. I'm mum. He can discipline you lot. I just have yeah. to follow it for you. And go, well done, mate, cool. And that's the biggest thing for them they do not like. Like, yes, they appreciate that there is no more shouting, especially my older two, because they've kind of been the ones that have witnessed more of that than the last three. So they appreciate that there is no shouting, there is no kind of, I want to fight people, because I don't know, this man has had me want to fight him like when I'm (laughs) angry like out of all the people I know he's the one that can get my blood boiling to the point of like let's rock it out like I'll swing for (laughs) you happily just know you can't hit me back but I'm swinging for you (laughs) but it's like now we've kind of got to this level of appreciation for each other and our boundaries for each other there is none of that so the kids are kind of shouldn't say the word settled but you understand what I mean when I say they're Mm -hmm. settled in it like it's calm for them it's Mm. no longer chaos when things erupt it's more of like they don't know that we've had a discussion they don't Mm. know that we've had a disagreement they don't know that there was anything that happened because it's normally when they're asleep and we're sitting down chilling or We've gone out in the car and there's no kids because they're either at school or they're with like their grandparents or whatever. And we're like, right, cool, this has happened. Not happy with that. Sort out your kids. Do this, do that. And it's like, cool, I've said my piece. How do you feel? Yeah. Like, there is nothing, there's no negative energy, no negative vibes being brought back Mm. to be like just lingering. Because I feel before when we had those moments, like, it was always stagnant energy So then I'd move yeah. everything around the house and then everyone'd be like oh so you changed the front room now yeah I just didn't like how it was situated and it was like no I was just <laughs> trying to shift the energy like yeah. energy wasn't vibing for me that day so I just moved it all and like yeah, yeah. Uh, how was your how have your children coped when like you two have had those moments and like when you said that he showed his vulnerability of like, well, I'm a bit scared now, like you've kicked off. How did they respond now that between you and him, you've worked out a balanced way of communicating?
0: Um, Same as your kids, they don't like it. <laughs> they don't like it. But I, I actually had a moment the other day where I was off because I think as moms, everybody thinks that Moms have to be on 24-7. There's never an off time. And if you have a little one, then you're kind of never, I mean, as soon as you have your first kids, you're on all the time. Even when you're sleeping, you're probably on. And I've had to continuously teach them that like mommy has off days. I'm human. So I'll even say to them, like, I know you see me as mommy who always holds it together and never cries, but like Rashida cries like Rashida's feelings get hurt (laughs) and sometimes you guys got to see me in that way to know that I was a kid I was just like you and the other day I had an off day and my 14 year old was like meeting me in a way where it was like I know you're having an off day but can you just switch that off to on and I was like I can't like I'm sorry but I can't do that for you. And she ended up going to her dad and he had my back. I mean, he would have had my back anyway, uh, but the way that he did it was was kind of like she came back the next day and was just like, so I really want to talk to you, but I know that you were dealing with Luna. So I decided to talk to daddy. And I've always encouraged them to say, like, I know you love coming to me, but like your dad's pretty good, too. Like, you just got to give him a shot I and like see that. where it goes. Right, and she said. So I decided to go to him, and I told him how I felt. And I go, what did he say? He, she said. Well, he said, you know, your mom goes through a lot, and like she doesn't really get a lot of downtime, so like, just be patient with her. And she said, I didn't. I understood what he was saying, but he was really taking more your side than my side. But I understood it, and I was like, all right, because in the end yeah we're the only adults in the house so like we're that team so for him to follow up by saying all the things that I always say to them anyway but now you're hearing it from somebody else it's it, she was able to sit there and say like all right what made it even better was that she went to him yeah versus I like that. saying yeah she didn't go to bed and then come back the next day, like I just really want to talk to you and But she said, "You know what? I'm gonna ask him and see what he says and hear his advice." And I was like, "All right," because that needs to happen more often than it does.
1: Yeah, so, I, I think that definitely is one of them because I find that when we have children and daddy's very much present, it's like that doesn't exist anyway, like. My kids will walk in here and walk straight past and be like, Mum, can I have a drink? <laughs> right. <laughs> let me just let me just get this right. So your yeah. dad was closest to the door in the kitchen. You fully walk past and ask me, can you have a drink? Yeah. Why didn't you ask for your dad? I don't know. Like I don't yeah. get it. I've I've never understood it. Like it's like he's invisible. Yeah. <laughs> how did you get this invisible cloak, but I can't find one? Like I can't find one in my size. It don't work. Like, how do you get an invisible cloak? I don't get it. I really I, don't. <laughs> I think all mums need one, but like clearly yeah. they're not working for us, babe. Like we got the dud ones because it cracks me up. Like they will have dinner. I will go upstairs and disappear. And they will walk right past, come upstairs, can I have an ice pole? Why didn't you ask your dad? Oh, I don't know. I'm
0: tired today. Can you take care of dinner? Or can you pick up the kids today? Right? Knowing he's going to do those things, but in his mind, he's like, well, I don't know what you're thinking. Maybe you want to go pick up the kids because you want some quiet yeah. time in the car. I never thought about that. I was like, all right, no, today I don't. I want to stay in. Can you do it? So it's me not being afraid to ruffle feathers, but saying, like, this is what I need. And him hearing that and saying, OK, I hear it. I'll take over. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's one thing that I really I need think- to learn to do more. I have been learned about that. Like, yeah, I, I we. All, I think
0: we all do it.
1: That I don't go well I need you to do this and I need you to do that because you know I don't have time waiting for you I'll just do it myself
0: (laughs) well that's really how I look at it is that like whatever I'm asking for you to do I actually want it done right now and so I've actually learned it's still taking me time to do that is that I can't he has said to me you can ask me to do something but are you asking me to do it on your time or are you just asking me to do it because if you're gonna ask me to do it I'm gonna do it on my time I have really had to learn to put blinders on and say I'm not gonna touch the dishes I'm not gonna touch the Uh, dishes to be fair at the end of the day I I want those dishes done
1: I think I've what I've had to learn is not to have expectations of people yeah I need, to, I need to not put expectations on them and expect them to meet this ex- expectation that they don't know anything about. But mm. what I've also learned is that when I ask for things to be done, I have to say it, leave it for a little bit, and then be like, you know, I said that I wanted you to do that thing yeah, that I kind of wanted done, not yesterday, but the yesterday before that. Can we do that? <laughs> Like you see when you're free the next weekend or say, so, can we do that? Because that'll make me feel so much better. And then miraculously it will get done. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: I'm gonna try that it one. It will get I'm done. That yeah. I need to use that one for
0: sure. Cause it's not I don't want it to ever come at- across. And I think that's where sometimes um the breakdowns of relationships happen is that a lot of people I would say more like this. Men always feel like women are nagging. And they don't want that because then they say, then you're just being my mom. And then women are like, we're not trying to be your mom. But when we ask you to do something and you don't do it, what do you expect for us to do? So mm-hmm. trying to find a different delivery, sometimes as much as that's for some people are like, I'm not going to do that, Rashida. Like, I'm not going to deliver it in that way. You realize- Sometimes like, we have well, to. How- yeah because how would you want somebody to deliver it to you I would I'm like I'm like you I'm hot-headed I have that moment so like don't come at me like that because I'm gonna come back at you the same way so I have to sit back and say well how do how should I be communicating I need to come in from a softer space because this isn't clearly working (laughs) yeah
1: yeah no I just literally go oh like can you put some shelves up for me and I'll get told yeah, and I'll leave it and I'll leave it, and then I'll be like, um, the shelves like they need putting up now, thanks. And then I'll get like, fine, I'll do it. It was like, what did I do? I I did. Oh, that's it. I put mirrors, <laughs> but I I tried using you know the command strips because they said that they're amazing. Yeah. Didn't work. One night, these mirrors fell down, and they broke. I then got told the next day, you ain't putting nothing else up in this house because you're just destroying everything. I was like, okay. I was like, well, if you'd put them up, when I you to do, we wouldn't have this problem, would we? Then, like, right. two days later, I got the hammer and nails out, and I put them all up myself. I was like, "You." Oh, Oh, you've not done a bad <laughs> job, you know. I know, but if you put them up, we won't have this problem.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm very much the same way. I just put shelves up the other day, and he's like, "You couldn't wait." I'm like, "No, I couldn't," because I already know that it's gonna take a long time. So I'm
1: gonna put these up, and we're gonna see what happens. <laughs> I'm the most impatient person. Like, yeah. I've been told, but then I did say to them like, some of that is my dad's. Po- my dad's doing like it's not all down to me I was that little pampered princess like dad can you fix this for me and dad would come running and fix it so <laughs> when you don't do that I just yeah. go fine I'll even call dad or I'll do it myself <laughs> I love it um so you are
0: now a healer so do you do you have a community like on your social on Instagram you created a community and even though you're in the UK you gather with women and you connect with them can you tell me more about that
1: um I've done it to give people space to kind of be their authentic self so what I do is I will do the odd kind of retreat where we'd meet up go to like a local country park do journaling do meditation go for a walk in nature just to kind of ground ourselves and be one with nature and kind of reconnect and balance ourselves out and then what I do also alongside that is like distance energy healing so I'll balance the chakras I'll I've done like a it's not a family it's a find me program which is about journaling so basically going deep within doing the inner work so literally I think like it was more not just for them but for myself also of I was going through a time of like who is who is Zara Lee who is this person other than mum and I found that The journaling helped because like they say, oh, where was it? There's a whole scientific thing that's been done around journaling and like the actual benefits of it, not just for your mental health, but like when it comes to organising yourself, like there was so much around it that I found that by doing that and giving it to other people, it opens up so many more doors for them when you're used to kind of being in your comfort zone and you get up and you do the same routine when you write it on paper and you write things about how you feel and releasing it like there's so much weight that's lifted off your shoulders. And I think I did that because it's empowering fair enough. It's for you. It's not for me. I don't want to read it. It's not my business. It's yours. It's personal to you. Like, no one has to know how bad your spelling is or your grammar is. It's what you wrote on paper. You could have just scribbled on it. And I feel that I created this space just so that people can just be themselves and not feel judged, not feel like they have to, what is the word, Um, put a mask on. They don't have to put on a front and be somebody that they're not, they don't have to be in their ego. They have space to just be them and to be vulnerable. And I think we all need that. And that's why I did healing. I started it. And I think the programs which I've done and balancing the chakras is purely for the simple fact that we all get bogged down in the world in which we live in and the only way that we're ever going to truly be able to escape the matrix in which we live in is if we're able to work within go deep within find who we are find what our purpose is and flourish with that and I think that's why I do healing I just want people to be happy and at peace
0: I love that. Yeah,
1: happy and at peace.
0: Yeah. Thank you.
1: That's so beautiful.
0: You said you said it so like guarantee other people are like, yep, that's why I do it. (laughs) That's why I do it. (laughs) How can people get in touch
1: with you? Um, on Instagram it is DTM underscore healing seventeen on Instagram I don't have no other ones I I deleted them all I had TikTok the, and it never went account. nowhere yeah it's the yeah. only account I had TikTok and then I don't know how to use it but so I just it's,
0: I agree I agree with you it is um I prefer Instagram I, I think it's more the young people for the TikTok um I'm slowly getting into it, but I just feel like my my vibe and the my community is on Instagram, and it's more of a slower pace. I kind of like that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think, think that's what rush, it is. Yeah, it's definitely a slower pace, and I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, no TikTok is just it's a hard one. It I think a, once yeah. you're, I think you're, once you're, I shouldn't say it like that, but I feel for me. Being a mom and kind of having a hectic life, I I can't be dealing with TikTok.
0: <laughs> you can't be doing too much. Yeah, I feel you. I can only I tried it for a little bit and I realized nah, I think I'm better suited over on Instagram for right now. Even doing the podcast that's an extra added thing. So let me
1: stick to those two,
0: because
1: no, the rest of it is, nah. hard. It is too hard. much on my
0: plate. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, but honestly communicating with people like yourself, it makes it easy because it just feels like you're just having a conversation with a friend. So in the end, the editing is like very little because the conversation flows so beautifully that you're like, oh, I love this. We need to record these things, not just for others, but it's for ourselves because I really do feel like when you communicate with others who see things the way that you do and are on their healing journey, it's always like a healing session that's always therapy yeah Yeah. it's like free therapy you can go and just share your feelings and that person can share and you go back and forth and then you learn from one another so that's why I do it yeah
1: definitely agree with you definitely agree with you because where I started this spiritual school and I got a partner to do healing with each week my gosh the things that I've learned from her and what I've taught her is astounding compared to like me just talking to my friends on an everyday basis. Like she's shown me so much more,
0: mm.
1: so much more.
0: It is it's a crazy thing.
1: what we can learn from other people.
0: Then my last okay. Then my last question. Then I know our conversation is beautiful. My last question would be then. Um, What would you say to those people out there? I always ask this question usually, because I think that everybody can share it in their own way and in their own words. What would you say to those who still feel really isolated, but want to step out of their comfort zone and be in community with others?
1: Take each day as it comes, like, don't be afraid of it. I know it's hard and I know it's uncomfortable but that one small step, like you could get pen and paper and just write down five goals, mm. write down five goals or start reading a self-help book or a book that shows you interest in what you have a passion, a burning inside you for, step into, it, step into it. Like slowly make contact with people, like you're not alone, like I stepped into this, And don't get me wrong, I don't have a booming Instagram. I'm not going to sit here and make out, like, I've got thousands of people that come into me every day. But the ones that I do have, they resonate with me and I appreciate them for who they are. Like, you will find your circle of people. It just takes time. You just slowly have to come out of the comfort zone. But know that once you do, it's a beautiful thing it's a beautiful experience it may feel uncomfortable you may feel uneasy but embrace it like if if you asked me like what three four years ago would I sit on someone's podcast I tell you no that I'm not doing that I don't want no one to see my face I don't want no one to hear me and here I am now I've started my own which I haven't done for a while because so much has gone on. I've done one with another friend of mine. I did a live with Jay. And now mm-hmm. I'm here with you, like three, four years ago, this would not be happening. But I've, I've learned so much and I've evolved myself. So if I can do it, so can anybody else.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Zara.
0: Honestly, from the bottom of my heart. um... You guys already know what to do. You can connect with Zara on Instagram. I'm going to have all her information down below in the captions. Thank you once again, Zara. This was the Ultimate Human Experience Podcast. We're out. Peace.
1: See you later.